0: That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com, code super24.
1: Because someone has to say it, and no one does it better than a Sest.
0: Hello, and I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. Scott Inez with you today. Thanks so much for climbing aboard the podcast. You can find it all over the place, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Of course, right there on the front page of the WDBO app. And please join me for Orlando's morning news with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. Every single weekday morning on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580 in Orlando. Stream us in the WDBO app. Well, if you have been paying attention to the news recently, you probably saw this story border patrol agents who by the way have an impossible job right now these agents now have seized enough of the drug fentanyl to kill the entire american population let me say that again These border agents have now seized enough of fentanyl to kill the entire U.S. population. All the while, these agents continue to contend with a record-setting migrant crisis there at the southern border. The Border Patrol Chief Jason Owens announcing that agents have seized over 2,700 pounds of fentanyl as part of the more than 69,000 pounds of narcotics seized between ports of entry, the seizures include 40,000 pounds of marijuana, 13,000 pounds of methamphetamine, and 11,000 pounds of cocaine. Now, this amount of fentanyl, which, by the way, does not include the amount seized at ports of entry, okay, this amount is more than enough lethal doses to kill the entire population Of the US. That is an eye popping statement. And I think it underlines the extreme danger of this man made poison that is pouring over our southern border. And get this this killer opioid was involved in more than 100,000 overdose deaths in 2022. Here in the U.S. Fentanyl is the most prominent opioid out there right now. This is a drug that is 50 to 100 times stronger than morphine and is often cut with other drugs, meaning that often the user does not know they're taking in fentanyl. So as fentanyl continues to kill thousands of Americans per year, there is a bit, a bit of good news on the horizon, at least here in Florida. Let's talk about that now with Andre Bailey. Andre is the founder and CEO of Project Opioid, a national organization based here in Orlando. Here's that chat with Andre now overdose deaths have decreased in Florida, even though they have surged nationally. So that's the good news, Andre. Why do you think that Florida is seeing less of these overdose deaths?
1: Scott, I think we have to put that in perspective. Uh, Again, we're celebrating what we're seeing, which is in Seminole County and Orange County specifically, about an 11% drop in deaths from this, this year, from last year. But remember, Scott, we're judging those numbers based on Historic, historic highs in deaths. It, it would be like if your favorite football team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if they were down last uh, uh, week's at halftime by 30 points. This week they're down 20 points at halftime. Mm-hmm. You're making progress, mm-hmm. but we're still not there yet because this is still fentanyl, still being the number one cause of death. Scott, if, if you hear about a kid dying in a high school, a middle school, one of our college campuses, they died of fentanyl or they died of suicide. This is what's killing our young people.
0: And now the bad news, right? And you just mentioned, I mean, I I just happened to Google before you came on. I just happened to Google fentanyl this morning. And here's what pops up. Man hauls 30 pounds of fentanyl on New York City subway. Portland, Oregon, investigating a dozen fentanyl overdoses involving children. Police seize 40,000 bags of fentanyl in Hartford, Connecticut. I mean, I, I could go on and on and on with these headlines, Andre. This stuff is coast to coast. It's everywhere.
1: Yeah, it's really hard for your listener probably to understand um, this big concept, which is drug cartels have stopped growing drugs. Plants have to be grown. Marijuana, cocaine, opium has to be grown. They've stopped growing plants, and now they've started only producing chemicals that make drugs. Mm. This is why it's so important, this discussion about Mexico and and, and China, because although everything is political now and and over-politicized, I agree, the reality is 90% of the deaths in Central Florida, in Florida, and around America are not from plants. Mm. They're from chemicals. And fentanyl is not a a prescription drug. It's one of the most frustrating things, Scott, is I I hear members uh, of of, uh, legacy media Uh, show photos of fentanyl and they're showing oxycodone or a prescription that was made uh, and given out at at a CVS or a Walgreens. That is not what fentanyl is. Fentanyl is a chemical concoction made in Chinese laboratories with the specific purpose of being weaponized against young people. This is why Project Opioid exists to kind of get the word out to parents Parents, you might have experimented with drugs, and now you, you don't tell everybody that, you know, at one time you were at this place doing this thing, uh, and, and now um, your kids are facing dangers. Unlike anything else you faced before, parents have to warn their kids, do not experiment with drugs. And, Scott, let me also say they can't even take a what looks like an Adderall or an oxycodone because the cartels got smart they started making fake prescription pills that are just fentanyl.
0: This stuff is crazy. I mean, you mentioned the cartels. I mean, these migrants, these drugs, they just continue to pour over the border. This, to me, is absolute madness to shut down the border. Doesn't that seem like the logical equation here in
1: in so many instances? Listen, um, it's hard really to think about 100,000 American deaths of which 90,000 of them are fentanyl, Um, you know, uh, Dr. Kendall Cordell, who's our data scientist that works for project opioid uh, for UCF. She says, she says, Andre, it's like a jumbo jet crashing every day full of Americans and nobody does anything about it. And so I really think that um, both the the presidential hopefuls on the right and, and obviously president Biden, um, th- there's not a, an honest discussion about this fentanyl crisis, meaning we've got to stop it in our communities. We've got to have naloxone, Narcan, Cloxado, that overdose reverse drug. We need to have that everywhere. People can learn more about that at Project our, our local uh, affiliate can supply that but more than just getting people treatment and stopping overdoses in our local community, which is probably why we saw that 11% reduction. You've got great people working on this. Sheriff Dennis Lima, some, some of the local politicians that we even criticize, Scott, um, um, here in our community, um, they're doing a good job on the opioid crisis. I give them a, a, lot, a lot of crap when they deserve it, but on this, they're moving the right direction. But if we do not take seriously the idea that there are chemical weapons flowing from China. The Chinese government knows this is happening to Mexico. The Mexican government basically is sanctioning the cartels. It's killing 90,000 Americans a year and growing. We've got to take it more seriously, I think, and have a real strategy. Hopefully that's something that... A current or future president will, will look at. Absolutely
0: insane. For folks who are concerned about fentanyl, maybe their kids getting a hold of it somehow, some way, knowingly or unknowingly, how do we fight this as parents? How do we prepare ourselves, our kids, our families?
1: I would encourage parents to reach out to us. They can reach out to me personally, Andre Bailey, or Project Opioid. We're launching, relaunching a campaign called What's the Fix, focused on Gen Z and millennials. Uh, Scott, I just will will mention it as we kind of conclude this conversation. Another thing just to note is that, um, you know, the, a lot of these young people, 20-somethings especially, Scott, they know that there's fentanyl in the drug supply out there. They know it. But there's um, there's a conversation that needs to be had about how the COVID lockdowns, I know it's not popular to talk about, but how the covid lockdowns devastated the mental health of young people in this country we, we just took them out of society for three years masked them up locked them down and now we're seeing this collision of tragedy which more and more young people are struggling with mental health issues right at the time when the most dangerous drugs in human history mm-hmm. are being put on our streets it's a dangerous combination scott the What's the Fix the Camp Campaign and Project Opioid continues to talk about it.
0: Again, go to projectopioid.org for valuable information on fentanyl and other opioids. Thanks to Andre Bailey, the founder and CEO of Project Opioid, for the information today here on the Inez Says podcast. That's going to wrap it up for the podcast. Join me on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 1073 FM and AM. 580 I'll see you next time